Welcome to Mind in a Bind. Take a breather, turn around certain ideas and brighten up your mundane life with a fresh outlook. Listen on and tune in to the Takeaways from Life by Anita S.J. Reaction Standing on top of a mountain could give creeps to someone while it may be a thrilling experience to another. What is the deciding factor in varied experience to similar exposure? Like each one reacts to a similar situation differently, each one also feels things in his own unique way. When I want to pick up a thing, first I think of it and then my body acts in accordance and picks it up. Similarly, when I feel either depressed or happy, it is I who has let in the thoughts of helplessness or jolliness in my mind. The decision of picking up a thing was as much mine as the decision of thinking the thoughts. If I harbor thoughts of helplessness, it leads to messing up with me internally, culminating towards my bad health. If we know the motor movements are under our command, then why do we think we do not control our feelings or that we cannot? We feel overawed by an emotion, but think and you will know that the overwhelming wave of emotion emerged out of your encouraging corresponding thoughts. We can definitely have feelings under our control if we guide our thoughts from which they are born. Conscious efforts are used in developing our motor movements. At the time when a child learns to walk with careful attention to balance after failing a number of times, learning from the falls, he finally learns to walk. We all know this, but did we know that similarly with conscious efforts, we can train ourselves about our feelings too. We call ourselves sensitive, not knowing that being emotionally sensitive is more of a weakness than strength. But this weakness can be turned into strength by selecting right thoughts. A child knows from experience that the ground is hot when the sun is overhead and running without footwear will cause burns. Once learned, he does not do it the next time. He protects his feet with footwear. Likewise, with feelings too, he learns from his experience of dealing with others. He keeps a record of earlier experiences of scorn or wrath he had to face when he did something that displeased others. He remembers those unpleasant experiences on his way of growing up. He learns to be more diplomatic when he doesn't want to displease others. To find a protection for his foot was easier. But to save himself from feelings that hurt is a little difficult. If the child does not learn to deal with unpleasant feelings correctly, then they could haunt him in the form of varied consequences. In the flow of emotions involved in experiencing the feelings, our mind is distracted from analyzing them. And without analyzing the feelings, we cannot equip ourselves to handle them better the next time they occur. We can only remember the experience and we relive the experience in anticipation of their occurrence every time we feel they are likely to occur. And we analyze ourselves with a conclusive tag, emotionally sensitive, that I get hurt easily. One has to learn to observe their experiences with a sense of detachment, like a surgeon will have to 
if he has to operate on his family. Remembering and reliving of unpleasant incidents can lead to impulsive reaction, the beginning of stress. Let us understand how we make our head ache. When we are faced with an impending unpleasant situation, our thoughts start recollecting similar unpleasant occasions. Our mind thinks of a probability of such an unpleasant occurrence in our life. The possibility itself triggers the chain of negative thoughts. We literally imagine it happening to us. We start worrying and the troubled thoughts lead to a feeling of helplessness. Such thoughts eat up all the energy. As the mind uses more energy while solving a puzzle, it consumes more so while worrying. The shortage of nutrition results in a general feeling of weakness, difficulty in getting the body in action, mental lethargy leading to physical lethargy. And as we know now, we can pick up a thing only when we first think of it. When we begin to imagine a possibility of an unpleasant experience, we also unknowingly imagine our reaction to it. In short, we recall memory of a similar earlier experience and we review our earlier reaction and react. Obviously, the reaction to such an unpleasant experience was negative. Thus, logically reacting also is negative. It is either freezing with fear or getting agitated with anger, guilt or hatred, shame or disgust, but always accompanied with negative emotions. We have journeyed to a past painful experience and relived the pain. Such thoughts interfere in our breathing process and disturb the harmony of our breath, leading to less intake of oxygen, which leads to a headache, literally. Believe me, nobody or nothing can make visible such thoughts in our mind unless we open the gates of our own fancy for the grime to enter. My mind is my premise and I decide what thoughts are to be allowed inside and which ones are not to be entertained. I will use little more discretion in picking up thoughts to occupy this space. Though the space is unlimited, I will block the often mulled over thoughts which appear at the forefront, like the often visited sites pop up on the internet. If such thoughts are leading to unhappiness, as Mahatma Gandhi says, quote, happiness is when what you think, what you say and what you do are in harmony, unquote. So think happy, be happy. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. I am happier today. Share the thoughts. Subscribe so that you don't miss on our upcoming episodes.